65. 65? <laughs> <laughs> I think I could if I really was going for it. everyone and welcome to the two takes on film podcast i am heather wyatt is also here hi (laughs) waving at you um this is our first time back together with the podcast since our la adventure Mm. um so we are we are back to that zoom life how do you feel about the fact that we're back to zooming yeah (laughs) that's how i felt that's it (laughs) those those are my feelings yeah represented by a sound yeah yeah not my but i'm excited to get back to um i don't know consistently putting out episodes yeah not that we weren't i don't know but it just got so like every it felt like every episode we were doing a new thing like the last three episodes of the kind of rapid fire like the animation mm-hmm. and the uh international film and the documentaries and then we switched to like the predictions episodes mm-hmm. and then we did the live stream mm-hmm. like and i guess this episode is also going to be different yeah too. yeah but i don't know yeah I, yeah I i guess i just like we got into a little rhythm and i'm excited to get back into that so yeah yeah that's good um do you want to reminisce on your trip a little bit? Can you um, tell me what your favorite thing that you ate was? In LA? Yeah. Throughout um, throughout your time here. Um, I don't know. What did we eat? What did we go get? Well, we got like Chick-fil-A the first night. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Which is funny because like I have Chick-fil-A up here. Mm-hmm. That's not like... but. I also weirdly don't eat our Chick-fil-A up in Oregon. Mm. I think I like Chick-fil-A with other people. When I'm alone, it's like, do I really want to spend nine bucks on like eight chicken nuggets that are like the size of a dime? Yeah. But when I'm with other people, it's like, yeah, of course I do. This is great. (laughs) Of course I do. But like on my own, I just, that's not where I go. I do love it still, but it's just not like what I end up choosing. Yeah. Um, I think we we reminisced on this when we were getting Chick-fil-A, but mm -hmm. you and I ate Chick-fil-A together years ago and we took it to your apartment and mm-hmm. you put it on plates for us and I think oh, that really? is the yeah I think that is the first and only time I've <laughs> ever eaten Chick-fil-A off of an actual dish I I went we went home and I put them on plates yeah yeah we sat at your kitchen table and ate off of plates what a nerd <laughs> What kind of loser does that? Oh my it was kind gosh. of fun. <laughs> was it? Why did I do that? Was I like, haha, this will be funny? I I it didn't feel like you were doing it ironically. Thought it through, like you just did it, yeah. you know? I just whipped out plates and I was like, oh, I guess this is what we're doing. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. That's weird. So favorite thing that I ate down there. Um, oh, we went to bonsai bowls, which mm-hmm. is great. I'm not really like it's an acai bowl place uh, in Newport Beach um, and Huntington. 
Yeah, we went to the one in Huntington. We went to the one in Huntington. Yeah. yeah. Um, but there's there's two of them, right? Or more, mm-hmm. maybe. Oh yeah, know. I think they have multiple. Ah, but if you know me, I'm not that big of like a bonsai bowl type or bonsai. I'm not that big of like a acai bowl type of person. But these are like the world's best acai bowls. They're they're so good, fantastic, and they're very filling. There's a lot of them. Um, as in, I will say it that comes the, with a lot of yeah bowl, not like yeah yeah. I will say that the container that they put it in is a little bit difficult. It's just it's, big. It's a tall cylindrical container, and oh, cylindrical. <laughs> it is. I mean, that is the correct term, but fancy. <laughs> so descriptive um it's sometimes there's just you know there's like the thick acai layer but then there's all the layers of toppings that you get mm-hmm. on top so to actually get in there you have to yeah. like really get in there yeah it's just kind of messy especially we were walking while we were, we were eating walking. it it was very windy yeah 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 it was good though i do i understand what you mean but I also, I do kind of enjoy that more than just like a really wide bowl. It's more travel right. friendly. Right. You feel like you can take it to the beach and stuff. And it's totally. Like, it works. I also feel like oh. it keeps it from melting quickly. Mm. If mm. it was a wider, shallower Or if bowl. it does start melting even, even if it gets a little like sloshy, it's still, it's not like spilling everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. It's still like down in there. Yeah. But I do agree. Like the first couple of bites are like, I want acai with yeah. this blueberry and banana. Yeah. Oh yeah. This feel. is literally just, just banana. It's just fruit. Yeah. Just like dry fruit, which, which is, is still like good. Not a bad thing. Yeah. But you, it's like you have to get through a few layers of that to get to the actual acai. Yeah. Anyway, that's good. It's kind of like we, getting to know someone. Yeah, you have to get through. <laughs> no, I mean I know you it is. Get... I just feel like now you're gonna explain why when we all like we all understand <laughs> okay. the metaphor now. Okay. We don't need to I won't explain it. it. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, great. Um, what, <laughs> what was your favorite thing that uh, that you or we did while you while you were here? So many questions. We haven't talked about it, so I'm forcing you to reminisce from two weeks ago. <laughs> Let me really rack my mind back to. I mean, the Oscars was fun, mm-hmm. but different than like. Not that I didn't enjoy our live stream or anything. I definitely mm-hmm. did. But it's also not the normal way I watch the Oscars. Totally. So, yeah. like, I felt a little less, like, I kind of had to go back and almost rewatch mm-hmm. them to, like, mm-hmm. really, like, soak in all the, like, oh, yeah. wh- wait, what did they actually say there? What was happening? Yeah. Because at the time, I felt like you were being watched. We were being watched, too. Yeah. So, it was, like, yeah. a little bit of a, uh, not performance, but performative, yeah. like, kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but just like watching movies with you guys and with Nathaniel and Spence, mm-hmm. um, my roommate from college, Nathaniel, was able to come down for like literally a 48-hour period, not mm-hmm. even 48 hours, while I was down there with Heather in LA. So it was like, and I haven't seen, before two weeks ago, I hadn't seen Nathaniel or Heather, two of my like, probably my two best friends for my like college years in two years so it was a Mm -hmm. it was a big emotional weekend for me Mm -hmm. so just like the little things that we did just being around the airbnb that we were at watching the movies making the popcorn having the Mm -hmm. popcorn literally go all over 
we tried to make stovetop yeah. popcorn and yeah. Nathaniel and I overshot how much our pot that we were using on the stove could hold by like by like 600 percent i mean we had so much popcorn it was a lot of popcorn (laughs) literally covered the like i was finding seeds like in other rooms Mm. of the apartment like later on when we were cleaning up but just those little moments of hanging out i have pictures of it i can post it when we post about this episode (laughs) picture you posted of us posing and he's holding like a measuring cup and i think i'm just holding a butter knife (laughs) I don't know why. I don't even know what we're using that butter knife mm. for. Like that was never required in the stovetop popcorn making process, but yeah. I had in my hand. Um, but those were, I mean, those reminded me most of life down there before, mm-hmm. like, you know, so I think yeah. I enjoyed those most. Yeah. What did you enjoy most of what we did? Ooh. Um, we hit a bunch of beaches we went mm-hmm. to Newport, Huntington, and Crystal Cove, um, which is always just a great time. It was great weather while you were here, so that's positive. Um, but I think I think just any of the moments in the car together yeah. f- always feel significant. And I think that was the part that felt so surreal was just like looking over and you were in my vehicle which felt so normal but also like hasn't happened in so long um but i mean that's what that's like so much of what we did before totally if you live in a city you spend a lot of time in a car you know so (laughs) like you have your like best friends and one of your primary views of your best friend is like from the side yeah as they're sitting in the driver's seat or in the passenger seat when you're in the driver's seat like yeah so yeah being in the car together whether we were listening to music or talking or, or mm-hmm. whatnot, which mm-hmm. is like, ah, this is like old times. Like old times. Like old times. Like um, the old times. Yeah. Our LA <laughs> LA Adventure Day um, was also a lot of fun. We did some, mm-hmm. um, yeah. yep, lots of, lots of walking to try to find an open LA bar experience. Slash- and that by like Felt after more difficult them, anything we were looking for just like literally and it didn't have to be a cool bar just yeah any like place we could sit down and eat or drink or something yeah in hollywood and it took us a long time to it took us one. a long time yeah most literal of our, hours most of our experience was walking trying to find one but it 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 lent itself to just walking around hollywood which is one yeah. thing that i like love anyway you yeah know? but it gave us a purpose too which is nice yeah yeah but uh but then where we ended up was like the perfect view of Hollywood, mm-hmm. literally. Yeah. Yeah. Like where we were sitting, we we're on this like rooftop bar and <clears throat> there were these palm trees like a block away, huge mm-hmm. palm trees mm-hmm. that were, like came up to the, like the same height we were, which was probably like 10 stories at mm-hmm. least. Yeah. But they like perfectly parted just to reveal the Hollywood sign, like off in the distance between these like two palm trees. It was like, yeah, it was ideal. Picturesque. Picturesque. Yes. Yep. Which I don't know if we actually took any pictures. <laughs> I know you took I don't like think one video. One video. Yeah. Yeah. But like our it. spot specifically, like our table yeah. specifically was so yeah. nice that throughout our entire meal, there were people standing over my shoulder taking yeah. pictures from like yeah, where our of table the Hollywood was. Sign. Yeah. 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 Like not even like five feet in either direction. It would yeah. have blocked it off or whatever. Totally. Yeah. Pretty cool. So lucky. That was fun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
Oh, it was also fun that when we were in LA, we went to the Chinese theater and then mm-hmm. that is right by the Dolby theater. So then a couple of days later when the Oscars happened, yeah. not that they were at the Dolby theater this year, but they had, you know, news people or correspondents or whatever outside. Dolby, yeah. And yeah. that's where it normally is. Totally. So just fun to, I don't know. It just feels it's quintessential LA. So yeah, definitely. Yeah, it was cool. Uh, Well, everyone, like Wyatt alluded to um, a couple minutes ago, this episode, actually, I don't know if you said this in the actual recording or if it was. I just said it would be different. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, We are jumping into a new season of movies and uh, kind of, like you said, trying to get back in the rhythm of doing our reviews. Um, However, as I'm sure a lot of you know, new releases are just kind of slowly rolling out. I was going to say, we're jumping in very slowly. Very slowly. It's tough because I think Heather and I are so ready to go and just like give you guys reviews as movies are coming out and let you know like the different movies that are coming out, what, what we think of them. But there's just still not a lot coming out. Mind you, way way better than last year this time or anything like that i'm not trying Mm -hmm. to complain but it's still just like it's not a normal schedule yet so yeah it makes things difficult for us as far as figuring out what our schedule is going to look like for this podcast on a consistent basis because Mm -hmm. movies just aren't consistent right now Mm -hmm. yeah yeah Yeah. um so that being said we are not doing a typical episode today um in that we won't be reviewing movies specifically. Um, But if you remember from a few episodes ago, um, probably a lot of episodes ago at this point, we we really had a lot coming out there at the end uh, leading up to the Oscars. Um, We still have a ton of questions that you guys submitted to us uh, a couple months ago on Instagram. And so we're just going to do some rapid fire question answering. Um, Many of them have to do with movie related things. um, So that certainly will will spark conversation there. Mm -hmm. But uh, that's kind of what this episode is going to be is chatting, catching up, answering questions. Um, we hope that you enjoy that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, before I jump into that though, can I ask how close you are to, <clears throat> hang on, let me find it. How close you are to. So like a geographical. Estacada. Estacada. Oregon. Estacada. E S T O. E S T A C A D A. Do you know? Um, no, I <laughs> probably don't not know. close. If you don't, if you haven't heard of it, the the reason that I ask is because Estacada, Oregon, is approximately five hours away. Oh, okay. It is looks like probably forty five minutes southeast of Portland. Okay. So on the other side of the state. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. Um, it looks like kind of probably a very small place. Got it. The reason that I ask is because sometimes on Facebook, random videos will pop up and I fall into a little bit of a video hole mm-hmm. and one popped up either yesterday or today about a man named Lee Asher who has... um the Asher house, which oh, is an animal. Stop. 
small it's, an, it's an animal sanctuary mm-hmm. and he just adopts all these dogs he has donkeys he has a llama he has a parrot he has a pig uh and wow. it's just really lovely so just just thought i'd ask and see if um see if you had any connections but it sounds like you don't no okay no i'm sorry Cool. That's okay. So first question for you, what would you say is your personal cheese cube limit? I remember reading this, like when people first sent in questions and who asked this? Um, I think it may have been Larissa because we've talked about it before. You and Larissa? have. Yeah. If this is a specific conversation you've had with someone, then like it's probably definitely that person. This isn't a normal question, Heather. You're like, yeah, yeah. I definitely had this specific conversation with Arissa, but it could be anyone. I mean, it could be. No, people like, don't. It's not a normal question. It's a great question. There's nothing. Um, I'm I'm glad that we were asked. I've always wanted to discuss it. Yeah. Um, but no, it's now's your chance. Question. I don't know. Okay, cheese cubes. We're talking like little. We're talking like when toothpicks. you're when you're yeah when you're at a party mm-hmm. and there's a plate full of cheese cubes. Yeah, I don't go how, to that many fancy parties. I don't know what kind many? of parties you think I go to. If it's any, not a I don't fancy go to par- thing. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure you can find it at like Albertsons in a pre-packaged a party at Albertsons. And no, I know. I'm just tray. saying I don't go to events where those are like served. I don't really go to events. I'm um doing this thing calling called quarantining <laughs> whatever <laughs> but um so those are what like a centimeter by a centimeter maybe a little bigger a than that centimeter no okay, a little bigger than that yeah a centimeter is not that small it's i would say it's closer to an inch than a centimeter oh my gosh that's huge <laughs> it's not so, a it's not a full inch it's like three still, qu- <laughs> three quarters, three quarters of an inch, an inch? maybe <laughs> I'd say half. Half an inch? I'll look half it up. What, how much, what, how what's I the official going? size of a cheese what cube? The, <laughs> the size of a cheese cube. Um, I feel like this is going to be difficult to find. <laughs> Just answer the question. I feel like you you know what I'm talking about. I would say... <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I'm going to say it like just off kind of a personal feeling, I guess. And then why is everything in ounces? I need it. I need it in inches. (laughs) They don't (laughs) need a specific measurement in this product description. My gosh. How to cut cheese into cubes. How, how is that a how to? I don't know. How dumb are people? <laughs> oh, very. Um, I feel like I'm gonna say something just based off like, okay, this is kind of what I feel like, and then later on, I'm gonna be really thinking about doing math and being like, that's okay, the, way too many. <laughs> this, <laughs> this article says, um, half inch by one inch. What is what? They're cubes. Inherently, they're all the same size. All their sides and sides. Okay, we're gonna go half inch by Jeez half inch. Rectangles. <laughs> cheese rhombuses. I love a good cheese rhombus. Mm. Mm. 
isn't that just a wouldn't then just a block of cheese just be like an extra big cheese ramen so how many blocks of cheese okay i'm avoiding the question yeah i'm gonna are. say if we're the little party cubes that we're all thinking about yeah i'm gonna say that i could eat what what do you mean limit like before i puke before i just think oh i have to stop you decide what the limit is but could i puke and then keep going <laughs> I just no, mean like, no, we'll say once you puke, you're done. You've reached uh, your limit. I'd say I could eat <laughs> 65. 65? <laughs> I think I could. If I really was going for it, really, truly going for it, and like going quickly, I would throw up 100%. But like, you know, if I was, re- what are you, what would, what would, what, 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 what would you say? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> answer the question um yeah now you're thinking about it you're like, mm, i probably I could do am, no i am nowhere <laughs> close to 65 i would say maybe like 25 max 25 max Pathetic. yeah that's a lot of cheese i know the question was not how much would be a reasonable reasonable amount to eat? <laughs> it would it was how much is your limit? What could you physically be capable of consuming before dying? <laughs> I mean puking. <laughs> One of those. Possibly dying. One of those yeah. outcomes. Um <laughs> I I don't I don't I also know. think the cubes that I'm thinking of are smaller than what you're thinking of. Yeah, maybe. But what still. kind of cheese would you go for? Would you go for like a oh, a cheddar, no. a pepper jack, a Colby jack? Maybe a Colby jack, just a, a little bit more varied, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like different. You couldn't alternate? Oh, I'm sure you could. Well, I, that might even be worse. I don't know. <laughs> there oh, can you there imagine are no how rules. <laughs> terrible you would feel. Truly terrible. terrible. Truly terrible. I think 65 of anything, you'd probably not be feeling great. Unless it's like... Grains of rice. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. See. <laughs> the fine. logic is not sound. Okay. All right. Well, that, that was the end of the question. Um, moving on to a movie-related question. Who mm-hmm. would you want to be cast as the person to play you in the story of your life i'd want to do it myself that's not an option yeah it is Mm-mm. why because i'm making that decision um <laughs> <laughs> uh, based off just like who who i think looks like me who i think whatever you want there are no rules to this other than it can't be you Oprah Winfrey. Ooh, powerful. Yeah. Because <laughs> then people just inherently associate my life with hers. Yeah, yeah. And they'd be like, oh, wasn't that guy kind of like Oprah or something? Yeah. I'd be like, no, not even close, but <laughs> I don't know. There, there I she no is. <laughs> there's so many. Uh, yeah, there's so many options. I love that. Oprah Winfrey. For you. you what about you? You have to answer <laughs> Um, 
I've been watching the new season of A.D. Bryant's show, so she'd be great. Um, Melissa McCarthy, I would love to see her. Mm-hmm. Um, I think she could really bump up the uh, like the comedic aspect of my life. Right, because you're really not a funny person. So I it's know. Like, you know, she could yeah, she could help. Likable. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Super unlikable. No, no, no. I was saying she can make you likable. No, I know. I'm, I'm, I'm affirming. I'm right. Okay. Okay. Super unlikable. Glad yeah. You recognize. Yeah. 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 Um, but then maybe someone like a. <laughs> this is like, this like is a Jennifer Lawrence, <laughs> or like a Sandra Bullock, a Sandy Bullock. Because why not? Sandra. That's Sandra. Well. You know. Yeah. Because why not? Yeah. Uh, what's what's your biggest fear? This question. Well, facing it. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little bit lagged. Um, mm. I was just last night talking for quite a while with a dentist I know. Oh. Um, about how much I hate needles. Mm. I don't know if that's my biggest fear, but it's one of my like few like. If you know me, there's a few things that I have like irrational fears of Mm -hmm. spiders being one of them Mm -hmm. um also needles Mm. not needles specifically like i'm okay with needles um like the covid vaccine just like right Right. in the arm right like or or like when you're a kid and you had to get like um i don't know different shots or whatever like Mm -hmm. usually they're just like right on your shoulder Mm -hmm. that's not i mean it's not my favorite thing in the world i'm like oh sign me up but um like it's fine but specific Mm -hmm. needles like ivs um, or when you can really feel them, like when you're at the dentist, if you've ever had a cavity filled, like you, they, you, uh, shoot your gums. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I guess that's correct. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Novocaine. Yeah. Novocaine. Like, and you can really feel it like in your gums. Not, not a fan of that. Hmm. Specifically IVs though. Cause you're, you're able to see it. Yeah. I can't do it. I was telling you last time I got blood drawn, which was like a few years ago, but I was still mm-hmm. probably like 19 or 20. Mm-hmm. And like I'm not like a huge person but I'm also like six two you know like I'm not a tiny tiny person either yeah yeah. and I was just getting blood drawn for for them to like do some work on like a simple amount you know whatever Mm -hmm. standard is Mm -hmm. you know a couple gallons or whatever they usually do sure and uh and I'm sitting there like about to pass out Mm -hmm. like sweating profusely yeah the nurses bring me you know like apple juice juice like a little box of <laughs> apple juice and there's this five-year-old girl sitting next to me just taking it like a champ <laughs> and just looking at me with the most judgmental eyes um, oh, yeah yeah and i don't think it was because i was losing blood mm. although i'm also still like a fairly like i don't have a ton of body fat so i'm sure that like does make me kind of um yeah. like uh lightheaded and stuff yeah but it, mostly the thought of what was happening that I just did not enjoy. Like when I got my wisdom teeth out, Mm. you know, I asked the lady, I was like, the needle goes into my arm, right? How long after am I unconscious? Mm -hmm. Because if it's going to be like two seconds, I'll power through. I think it's going to be like two minutes. I'll keep the wisdom teeth. I don't need this. (laughs) You know, this is not necessary. And she's like, mm. oh, 10 seconds max. And I was like, okay, I'm trusting you. Yeah. Needle goes in. I close my eyes, start the countdown like 10, 9, 
I make it to zero. I'm like this liar. Oh my gosh. <laughs> no, I was unconscious within like a second oh, after that. Okay. So she was just <laughs> off by a little bit, but I was about to, <laughs> I was not happy for like oh a split second. She's probably my least favorite person in the world. Wow. If I was in a serious car accident or yeah. something like that, yeah. I was like in the ambulance and they're like, we have to do this. We have to do that. Oh, quick. Give us your arm. I'd be like, whoa. Okay. Like say we don't do this. <laughs> Just give me that, like, how quick of a death is this going to be? Oh, my god! Because gosh. under, you know, a certain time, th- that's okay. When I it happened. made my peace. Like, yeah. let's, just, let's just let this take its course naturally. Yeah. We don't need to do the whole arm thing. Everyone's the happy. whole arm <laughs> thing. Oh, my gosh. Um, I had dinner with a dentist a couple nights ago, and he was mm-hmm. talking about how he had a patient who does not respond well to the Novocaine. Like it doesn't really work for him and it wears off quickly. And so then I asked, why don't you just put them to sleep? Because that's an option, right? Mm -hmm. And I feel like you should just always put people to sleep. And not for everything, but it was, he said that ultimately he should have, but it's just too complicated to... It, do it just sometimes. does it a lot more. Yeah. Yeah. Or it makes yeah. it a lot more. Yeah. I do think one of the things is like, I don't know why this is the case, but you and I have had this conversation in the past year or two. Mm-hmm. I feel like I've kind of realized that I have a very high tolerance to some things like that. Like, mm-hmm. um, and I do remember as a kid, I didn't get that much dental work done as a kid, but like later on, if I ever had something like it was insanely painful to get mm-hmm. like a cavity filled or something like that, like intense pain in my face. And like, of course I didn't say anything because I, I don't know why you don't, you definitely should, but yeah. like, <laughs> we just don't. It's so dumb. Like mm. I, I was even saying this to like our dentist friend, I was like, I should really speak up more. And she was like, yeah, like we want you to tell us Yeah, like whenever course. doctors, <clears throat> not just dentists, but doctors in general, are like, okay, I'm going to do this and then I'm going to do this. And then it's going to feel like this to like prepare you mm-hmm. in my head. I'm always like, yeah, don't tell me, just do yeah, it. Just yeah, do like, it. please. Yeah. No, that's the worst part. Yeah. And she was like, yeah, just tell us. And then we'll just do it. And I'm like, okay. Next time. Also, she gave me this crazy idea, which for some reason I've never thought of, but she was like, yeah, I was working on someone and <clears throat> you know, they put in headphones cause they don't want to like they want to have a distraction and they yeah. don't have the conversation. I was yeah. like, wait, you can put in headphones? And she's like, yeah, just bring headphones next time. I was like, that is ingenious. Yeah. That'd be so great. And then you don't have to deal with the dentist asking you a question about your mouth or about your life while his yeah. fingers are like three inches down your throat. <laughs> okay. <Yikes. laughs> I can't really tell you about that right now. Unless you want mm. me to bite your fingers off. Probably but, not. Um, I don't think that he wants that. Yeah. 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 Or she wants that. Yeah. Um, what was the what were we talking about before that? Um, your biggest fear. No, no, no. I know, but like, not even that. Oh, I I have a pretty high like tolerance. I think. Oh. Like I think that I truly just needed more Novocaine, or, yeah. like more anesthetic, which is why it was so painful. Yeah. Because like when I was like trying to get my wisdom teeth out for like a mm-hmm. full year, mm-hmm. this huge like story where I like tried what five different times a basically. lot of times like like not just try like went there was ready to get my wisdom teeth taken out like five times but like a couple of those times were because I wasn't the place I was going to was just like our dentist it wasn't like a I'm forgetting the name um like there was no like official surgeon there 
so they can't like put people under that kind of thing yeah and so they gave me pills that i was supposed to take like an hour before and they basically make you you're conscious but you're like not aware of anything or whatever yeah and they just straight up didn't work like i got there and like my friend drove me because you know you you're like intoxicated like you, you can drive or anything yeah and my friend drove me and on the way there, I was like, okay, like they'll kick in soon. Right. You know? And then we got there and, and the nurse like came out to the car and like opened the door and put her arm around me. Oh. I just kind of like stood up. I was like, you don't need to, like, you're very close <laughs> to me right now. You know, I don't need this kind of help. And I could tell she was kind of confused. Yeah. And like, I just walked in like normal. They like showed me the place or whatever. And I heard her like talking to the dentist, like he seems really fine. Like his, his, you know, his speech isn't, like slurred or anything and so the doctor came and talked to me and he just was very confused and I had like I took the amount they told me to and everything yeah so, I don't know yeah I think I just sometimes have like a high pain tolerance yeah. or a high tolerance the kind of thing yeah. also a lot of it might just be adrenaline like yeah. my body fighting against it yeah yeah the body does crazy things the body does crazy things what's your biggest fear um I mean I have plenty of fears but mm-hmm. I I have always been terrified that um, when I'm like eating something in my car while I'm driving alone, mm-hmm. that I'm going to choke on it and and die as I'm driving alone in my car <laughs> on like uh, a random whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know why that's funny. <laughs> they They say that if you're ever choking, don't go into a bathroom by yourself people often will do that because they're embarrassed that they're choking and they want to mm-hmm. like go away privately to like cough yeah. it up or whatever but then they're legitimately choking and yeah. they remove yeah, themselves yeah. from people and then they die so yeah. don't do that if you're ever choking well, that's funny back to this is tying together our two fears but i was having this conversation last night with our dentist friend and i was telling her that like one of the first times i realized that it's either the fear or just the fact that I'm like fairly thin or I don't know, but like, I remember being in high school, maybe my junior or senior year, I went to the dentist to get something done and we scheduled it for like 8am. That way I could Mm -hmm. just like get it done first thing in the morning, then go to school afterwards rather than like leave in the middle of the day. But of course I'd only eaten like maybe like half a bagel. If that, like I probably just had had like a half a bowl of cereal or whatever. Mm -hmm. So I hadn't eaten much, whatever. They put the Novocaine in and like, we're kind of letting it sit. And I, felt nauseous i never felt nauseous from like um anything like that before Mm -hmm. i didn't realize until i stood up and tried to walk that i was actually like really lightheaded but at the time you're like laying down so i didn't realize that how dizzy i was it was just purely nausea and so i was like hey i need to use the restroom because i thought i was gonna throw up and it was Mm -hmm. that same kind of thing it was like i don't want to throw up like in the trash can over by this place and have them all laugh at me because i couldn't take like getting a little shot or whatever but why did they let me go into the bathroom like she was saying like that's a common thing for people to get lightheaded or whatever when you yeah. get anesthesia of any sort so but they let me go in the bathroom and i was very close to passing out in the bathroom oh. like sitting on the like on the floor against the wall so not going to name the place but <laughs> <laughs> probably watch out for your people me, yeah come on i was, yeah, I was just a scary little boy oh about to pass out oh i was i was like 17 oh well <laughs> You know. still, still very much a little boy yeah, yeah yeah um it is it is just such a scary feeling when you feel like you're gonna pass out it's terrifying it's yeah. so scary no control yeah 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 i um 
I don't know if I've ever told you this story, but when I was younger, I, when I would get really anxious about something, especially like an event coming up or something, I don't know, that felt big, um, I would get sick. Like I'd throw up in the middle of the night or something. And or yeah, really beautiful part of my childhood. Um, I feel like I threw up a lot as a kid. (laughs) I don't now as an adult, but I don't know. That was anyway side side comment um the night before my fifth grade graduation I think I was just feeling super anxious about it and I threw up in the middle of the night but I didn't want to miss because you had a lot to do for your fifth grade graduation we did we had a performance oh okay yeah we had a performance yeah um not that I had like a, a leading like a role solo, or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but we did you, have a performance with our graduation. Up, if you mess up on the solo, you don't graduate fifth grade. <laughs> you don't get to go to middle school. Um, and I had gotten sick, but I didn't want to not go to the graduation the next day. So I didn't tell my parents that mm. I had gotten sick. But which also, this is a theme from my childhood. Something happens to me and I don't tell my parents, but my sister knows that it happens and she ends up telling on me. So <laughs> anyways. on you that you're sick. <laughs> yeah. It's so, it's funny. Cause that's so opposite from most kids. Like most kids, myself included would like throw up in the middle of the night and then just go tell my parents. Like, I mean, that's nothing what I, they can do about it. I'm just yeah. like, Hey, I threw up, you know? Yeah. Make me better. <laughs> I wouldn't I wouldn't go to them. I would just sit in my bed and I would cry until they came to me. That is awful. That's a good strategy. They would come eventually. But not this time because I didn't want to miss out on right. the thing the next day. Um, so woke up the next day, didn't really eat anything because I was like nervous, obviously, that I'd get sick again. And whilst in the middle of the fifth grade performance, mm. I pass out and I like fall onto a teacher who was standing Mm. next to me, but not like fully fall. I just like, (laughs) you know, just like bump into them. And I was with it enough that I blamed it on the person standing next to me that they had like pushed me into the teacher. (laughs) But then afterwards, my sister had told them that I had gotten sick in the middle of the night and I'm pretty Mm. sure my parents saw it happen. So afterwards they were like, Heather, did you get sick last night? Are you not feeling well? I was like, no, I'm fine. I powered through. It was fine. You were already graduated. It was fine. (laughs) Just show your cards. Uh, Similarly, when I was seven, I broke my elbow and I didn't want to tell my parents. You know what? what? I'm going to say it. (laughs) I don't care that you broke your elbow. I broke my elbow and I didn't Uh, want to get a shot. So uh I didn't tell my parents that I was hurt. And I, before we continue, do you know what I was just referencing? I know you're old. Do you, do you really not? That's a reference to a popular meme video as some would call them. Oh gosh. Just kidding. No one would call them that. (laughs) Would you actually not know? No, I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) I'll send it to you. It was popular like five years ago. Oh, Okay. Sorry, I don't know uh, everything about the internet. Once again, to remind the audience, Heather is extremely <laughs> ancient. 75. Yeah. When, um, she's, when she's talking about her childhood and throwing up, it was like back on the farm, like Little House in the Prairie. That was mm-hmm. Heather's childhood. There was a donkey that lived behind us. <laughs> not when I was in, I guess not that when your I parents was in elementary him? school. <laughs> 
Anyways, I broke my arm when I was seven. Elbow. You broke your elbow. <laughs> elbow. I didn't want to get a shot. And so I didn't tell my parents. And then the, the next day, my sister um, told on me and I had to have surgery. For the- <laughs> You're just going to go the whole time. <laughs> yeah. Not saying anything. Meanwhile, like, I couldn't get your arm used to bend the other way. I couldn't get dressed. <laughs> I couldn't sleep. I couldn't well, yeah, eat because it was with my right arm. Um, yeah, it was really bad. Mm. Um, you know, what's funny is like my freshman year of college, I was home, um, for Christmas or something, or I don't know, like sometime during the spring or I don't know, but I was home and I got, it must've been Christmas. Oh yeah. Cause we were home for that like six week period mm. my freshman year. Mm-hmm. Well, they used to call that enter term. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it was like January or whatever. Yeah. And I got the flu or like got sick, like normal or what i middle of the like had a fever whatever went to bed Mm -hmm. middle of the night woke up was nauseous Mm -hmm. went to the bathroom threw up Mm -hmm. like whatever got myself some water brushed my teeth blah 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 went back Mm -hmm. to bed and then like the next morning still like not feeling well but feeling a lot better or whatever i was like sitting at the counter drinking coffee or something and like my dad was on his way to work and he said something like i think like i think i heard you like throwing up last night like are you you good or whatever and i was kind of like I mean, no, but yeah, like I was like, oh, mm-hmm. whatever. And he left. And I remember thinking in my head, there's this little, like, I'm such an adult. Like, <laughs> look at me. That you didn't I need him to I take care of you. To take care of me. Which like, I honestly probably stopped doing that in, in middle school or high school sometime. But I also like, don't remember throwing up from being sick that much in high school. Hmm. No, I don't know. Throwing up for other reasons? Well, Yeah. I threw up like quite a few times, like at practices and stuff, mm. like mm-hmm. running. Um, because my you know, mom was my coach and she <laughs> had no limits to how hard she could real push hard. us. Yeah, um, so, like there's no escape from that. If you mess up a practice, you live with the, the coach. It's yeah, terrible. Yeah, yeah. I actually had that thought when I was at the gym this morning. I have never seen someone. Or heard someone throw up while I've been there. And I guess I guess that makes sense. You, I don't know. I just gym, feel like there's no trainer. I mean, there are trainers, but like for yeah. the most part, like people are doing it to themselves. themselves. So like yeah, you have this true. limit of you're like, oh, I'm pushing myself past the point of like, yeah. yeah. But like when you have a coach who literally will not let you stop. Totally. Parent or parent or just regular yeah. high school or college yeah. or whatever coach, yeah. then it's like I literally can't like if it happens, it happens. Yeah. You just have yeah. to, you have to do it have to get yeah. it done. Yeah. It's the best. Wow. Um, what would you say is a favorite movie for a beautiful love story? Um, oh man, there's so many good ones. Just like my favorite romantic drama i guess favorite you movie for a beautiful love story oh my gosh i feel like maybe you even have more than me i feel like there are so many um <clears throat> well as you know before we go is one of my favorite movies oh however i will say oh. i will say a continuation of that before we go, look it up. Uh, Chris Evans' directorial debut. <laughs> I'm a big fan. Um, but 
the idea or the premise is based off of the before trilogy, which Wyatt introduced me to and which I based off of is just a cheap ripoff. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Truly. Okay. Um, the before trilogy, which is also really beautiful. So Mm -hmm. I think each of those movies, um, also really beautiful. Okay. No, sorry. I won't let that. I don't, I don't care. That's your personal opinion. It's wrong. Guys, the before trilogy, I literally was thinking that that would probably be what I said. Yeah. And you just ruined it. Okay. Well then talk about it. Richard Linklater directed the before trilogy before Sunrise came out mm-hmm. in 1995. Uh, it starred Ethan Hawke and Julie Depley as two haplessly romantic um, teenagers. I think they're supposed to be like late teens, maybe early 20s. Yeah. Basically, Ethan Hawke is this um, traveling American in Europe. Mm-hmm. Julie Depley is French. Um, I think she's French. Maybe. Yeah. That sounds they, right. Yes. Yeah. Because she's the getting off in one. Vienna. No? I don't know. I think it's in Vienna. I don't remember. Anyway, they're like on the same train. They sit Mm -hmm. next to each other, start Mm -hmm. talking, whatever. He basically has like one night to kill in Vienna waiting Mm -hmm. for a train the next morning to go to like a flight or or something like that. Mm -hmm. And he convinces her to get off the train with him and just spend the night. Not like spend the night, but like just spend the night walking around Vienna with him. Yeah. Because his train leaves at like 9 a.m. the next morning or whatever. And the movie, it's not quite real time, obviously, mm-hmm. because it plays out over the course of maybe 10, 12 hours, but it basically feels real time. Like, I feel like there's times you're watching it where you're like, wait, is this one take? Mm-hmm. And this, the second one is almost exactly real time. Like, it's mm-hmm. genuinely just a two hour conversation. Yeah. Um, but it's just the most natural feeling. Like, mm-hmm. you can really feel like you're watching two people genuinely fall in love with each other, mm-hmm. whether that love is long term. Yeah. sustainable love yeah. maybe maybe not but i think as you like love is love like whether it's it's teenage love it's fleeting whatever it's still very much like two people falling in love and mm-hmm. and um their chemistry is just phenomenal like mm-hmm. you genuinely think like these people are married right they have to be there's yeah. no way like they they are literally falling in love right now um and so basically that came out in 1995 it ends on somewhat of a beautiful ambiguous type of ending and then nine years later in 2004 he you know it didn't come out as the first in a trilogy it just came out Mm -hmm. as a standalone film Mm -hmm. Richard Linklater picked back up with them and made a second one um before sunset and this took place nine years after yeah and then to the cap off the trilogy so like it, the movie came out nine years after but the story took place nine years later mm-hmm. and then a third one came out another nine years later in 2013 taking place nine years later into their lives mm-hmm. um absolutely phenomenal all three of them are very very different films mm-hmm. and they cover love from three very very different angles yeah some more hopeful than others some more cynical than others mm-hmm. um but all just very raw mm-hmm. and very genuine and it's really really beautiful um and they Richard Linklater he you might know him from like Days and Confused um or Scanner Darkly or or Waking Life um or Everybody Wants Some but he's not unknown 
to this kind of experimental shooting stories over their like correct spans of time because he's the director of the movie boyhood Mm -hmm. which you guys might remember from fall of 2018 which followed the actual life of a an actor a child actor but also real boy like it followed his real life from ages four to 18 i believe it was 14 years that they would meet once a year and basically shoot summaries of the past year so he you know this whole like it's he likes that kind of thing mm-hmm. um but and so and one thing that i'm very very excited about is 2020 2022 is next year and sure no one ever said that there's going to be a fourth one but also no one ever said there's going to be a second one hmm. after the second one came out and especially the way the second one ends mm-hmm you really felt like okay so this is going to be a trilogy like there there is going to be another one yeah but like so for all we know and all three of them weren't like talked about none of his movies really are but like you don't know like you don't see teaser trailers a year and a half before yeah. it comes out it's kind of like oh yeah this is coming out in four months and hmm. then it's just here and it arrives hmm. so i'm really really hoping that like Ooh. maybe we do get a fourth and then a fifth in 2031 and uh 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 six in 20 40 no yeah 2040 yeah um oh my gosh we'll see that would be crazy and then a seventh in 2049 the same year blade <gasps> runner 2049 happens in real happens. life oh my gosh what a year in the same year we get blade runner 20 whatever it would be <laughs> i don't know what the next no. 37 year port <laughs> period would be yeah. yeah i don't think i don't know but uh wow anyway that idea of two strangers spending mm-hmm. the course of a night kind of together. Yeah. Wasn't necessarily originated by before sunrise. I'm not even saying that that was mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. a wholly original adventure. Yeah. Even something like loss in translation is kind of similar. Mm. Um, but then before we go just decided, Hey, what if we did the same thing? Um, but really, really bad. <laughs> and so they did it. And guess what? Wait, they were did, super did you successful. ever actually watch it. We watched it together. Heather. No, we didn't. We, we didn't? watched oh, okay. we watched the first before sunrise. We watched that, that together. I 100% remember watching it in my apartment on the projector. Oh, okay. And I 100% remembering throwing up <laughs> and then calling my dad and being like, hey, I threw up. I need you to take care of me. <laughs> I need your help. <laughs> Callbacks. Oh. Um, <laughs> but anyway, before we go is a oh. terrible terrible movie no it's not even that terrible it's not it's just, a terrible movie it, it's made all the worse by how shamelessly it just rips off these other yeah. far far greater yeah films. i agree i i don't <laughs> disagree with you i did not know the before trilogy existed before i watched before we go that was my my first exposure to Which is possibly worse I know. I'm sorry. I know that this is a source of contention between us, but I do agree that after watching before sunrise, sunset, what is it? Midnight, Midnight. whatever they are. Um, Did you end up watching all three? Yeah. I actually own the third one. um, Thanks to Eric Gabriel. No, I have a a Blu-ray of it because I... I either was refusing to rent it or couldn't find it. And so he sent it to me. Yeah, you're, like, you're like me where if someone's like, oh, I don't know, like 
if I want to watch that, blah, blah, blah. Like I'll rent it for him. Or like even for myself, it's like, I kind of want to watch that movie. Mm-hmm. I'll just buy it like right now <laughs> or whatever. Like, you know, I literally just did that. Not last night, but the night before with Little Miss Sunshine. Oh. I was like, I haven't seen Little Miss Sunshine in forever. Man, I want to watch mm-hmm. that again. I was like, ah, it's only for rent. Okay, I'll just buy it. <laughs> you know, like, and I didn't even end up watching it that night. I just oh. know that I'll watch it eventually. Yeah. And then eventually when I do, especially with someone like Little Miss Sunshine is such a lovable film. Mm-hmm. It's one of those things that like if I'm with someone that maybe isn't that in the film that like I couldn't just show them anything and they'd be mm-hmm. like appreciative of it appreciative of it Mm -hmm. that's one film that like almost anyone could fall in love with so if i ever just like randomly think like man i don't know what to show this person Mm -hmm. boom i own the movie that they would like yeah um but anyway so you you have all three films i don't have i only have the third one i only only own the third third one one, but i have seen all of them yeah when they got um inducted into into criterion and Mm. criterion put out uh, its version like its version of their blu-ray the trilogy mm-hmm. i was like oh man i have to get it but it was like 64 bucks mm-hmm. or something and I was mm-hmm. like, maybe i don't have to get it like i do have to <laughs> but i literally can't right now so yeah yeah someday i will someday yeah um what have you been watching recently movies wise yeah movies shows i just finished futurama which took me way longer than it should have mm-hmm. i would just take breaks and watch other shows mm-hmm. um not because i don't love it just like it's a, it is a you know it's like seven seasons or eight mm-hmm. seasons um i just finished that a couple nights ago i just finished 30 rock which again is one that just took me way too long to watch like i officially started it probably like five years ago and then mm-hmm. like totally just forgot about it again and that makes me that makes it sound like i don't like the shows i love the shows it just yeah I watch a lot of things. There's guys. a lot of <laughs> like, things. Yeah. I, I watch <laughs> a lot, much. and I feel strong obligations to watch a lot of things. Um, wait, 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 but I want to. I want to give my answer. Not that oh, the before yeah. trilogy isn't my answer, yeah, but yeah. Uh, one that came to mind is um, in the mood for love, hmm. which is a Korean film from. Oh, I'm gonna be so wrong. Two thousand. Do you want to look it up? Oh, sure. No, I'm going to be so wrong. It's so embarrassing. Let me look it up. In the mood for love. 2000. You were right. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. I am incredible. Um, <laughs> oh, it's on wait, HBO are you, Max. Are you messing? Is it really? Yeah. Anyone listening to this, watch it right now. Wait, is it actually 2000, though? Or are you messing with me? No, I'm not messing with you. It's actually 2000. No In the mood for love. Ah. An hour and 38 minutes. Guys, watch it right now. It's fantastic. It's about this man and woman. They move in next to each other. They're neighbors. Both of them are married. They both bond over the fact that they kind of know that their respective spouses are cheating on them. Hmm. And through that, kind of fall in love, but decide that like if they consummate this romantic tension or love between them, it'll just like, completely ruin the reason why it came about which is Mm -hmm. because they both felt like they were being cheated on so it but it just creates this like extremely tension-filled film okay compared to like other tension-filled films like if you're talking about like horror movies or something Mm. different kinds of tension yes (laughs) extremely romantically like there is i don't even want to talk about it too much because it's just such it's one of my favorite 
scenes possibly of all time but there's wow. a, there's a tracking shot between the two characters in i'm not even going to discuss it and if you watch it you might not even like you might watch the whole movie and be like i still don't know what he was <laughs> talking about but it's just it's 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 just flawless it's so good and not only a gorgeous go- gorgeous not only a gorgeous romance gorgeous gorgeous <laughs> but a gorgeous film overall um but no, i mean i mean a beautiful film mm. oh my goodness wow watch this movie wow um just to clarify unfortunately opening weekend was actually february of 2001 heather so well, okay, it's probably, a little bit confusing. Probably in the U.S. The U.S. was March 9th, two thousand one. Mm. It's it's just confusing because next to the title it says two thousand, but then upon further research, uh, movies are weird sometimes. Two thousand one. So. It too is actually the middle film in a trilogy. Ooh. By. Ooh, War Wong? Was that his name? The director. Oh, I, j- I just closed the tab, unfortunately. I believe it is Carby. Car- oh man, I'm gonna pronounce. I'm not gonna say it right. Wong is his last name. I do remember that for sure. Um, but they're not story-wise. They're not a connected trilogy, just mm-hmm. like thematically. Yeah. Um, but all three beautiful films. I do think in the mood for love is the best one, though. Yeah. Mm. Did did my background noise just get like a lot louder all of a sudden? I feel like I can hear my feedback more. No. Hmm. Okay. I don't think so. That's good. Yeah. Um, how many more questions would you like me to give you? I'm how, pretty how sure. How long have we been going for? Like I an hour? honestly have no idea. Guys, audience, let how, us know. How long, how long have we been have, talking? How long have we been talking? Just DM us and let us know. <laughs> So stupid. Oh, that um, silly. Silly. Do two more questions. Two Is more that questions. too much? I don't know. I don't know. No. <laughs> We're okay. not going to end it now. So no, ask at least course, one more. Of course. At least okay, one more. I'll do one more from each category. What is your favorite smell? Oh, easy. Movie theater popcorn. Mm. Yeah, no doubt. That almost caught me off guard, though. I almost said something dumb, like, my mother's cooking, or I don't know. <laughs> Not that that's a bad smell. Also, like, every dish has, like, a different smell. But, yeah, like, just no doubt, like, without question, movie theater popcorn, or just the hmm. smell of theaters in general is my favorite hmm. smell. Yeah. It's kind of like what we talked about with movie theater popcorn being my favorite snack, where someone asks you, what's your favorite food? And you're like, oh, my gosh, all the food that I can think of like what mm-hmm. would it be and then mm-hmm. you think about movie theater popcorn and you're like oh yeah it's not even a question like that for sure hmm. yeah that answer is is so interesting the, the food part not the smell part I understand the smell part um my favorite smell my favorite scent is the volcano scent from anthropology it's a candle it's my favorite ever my freshman roommate was the one who introduced me to it. And um, I don't know. It just like immediately makes me happy. Smells like volcanoes. I've never smelled a volcano, so I can't imagine that it does. Mm. 
But maybe. What do volcanoes smell like? Melting rock? I mean, wouldn't they smell like sulfur? No, that's true. So probably not great. Oh, no. Yeah. But that's not what the volcano's candle smells like from anthropology. That makes sense since they sell it at a store. Yeah. 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 I'll I'll bring a little sample of it when I come see you so you can smell it. Sounds good. Okay. Um, Final question for the night. Mm Mm-hmm. What is your favorite movie score? I can't. You can, okay, you don't have to pick one because I have multiple that I would. I can't even, oh my goodness, I don't know. I know, it's a, it's a tough question. I'm just going to go safe and say Star Wars. Oh. Yeah. Which isn't like, I'm not saying... I don't know. Like on a personal level, it probably wouldn't end up being Star Wars, but like it's hard to argue that that's possibly the greatest score of all time. Hmm. I mean, it's so influential and just totally absolutely phenomenal. Um, but I mean, there's so many good scores. Rattle a few off. No, because as soon as I start, I'm just gonna be like, well, now I have to name every good score ever. Oh my gosh! What is your favorite score? Um, well, I've thought about this one a lot and I feel like I can't just say one. So I'm going to say multiple. Mm-hmm. I really enjoy the score for Dunkirk. Mm-hmm. However, I cannot listen to it if I'm driving because I it is listening to it when I'm driving. So stressful it and going. immediately makes me start driving faster. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, but a powerful score. Um, I love the score for Manchester by the Sea. Mm. You know, I have a love, a deep love for that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, Bad Times at the El Royale has a great soundtrack. La La Land obviously soundtrack. is a great soundtrack. Um, those are those are a lot different, though. I mean, La La Land has a phenomenal score. Bad Times at the El Royale doesn't have that much of a score. I guess I was thinking of the soundtrack. Soundtrack, yeah. That's Which is like an entirely different conversation, really. What's your favorite soundtrack? Oh, man. Um, Baby Driver has a great soundtrack. <laughs> Baby Driver does have a great soundtrack. All of James Gunn's movies have great, good soundtracks, like Guardians of the Galaxy. Or, hmm. uh, but that's like almost feels cheap because like they played into Pulled that too much. Songs. Oh, no, just like that was like they like sold the movie as a soundtrack almost. So I think people mm. overhyped it a little bit. Not mm. that it wasn't phenomenal, but it was mm. just like, oh yeah, a bunch of popular 80s songs. Mm. Cool. Yeah. But like there's a difference between that and being like, oh, these songs feel more niche. Mm-hmm. Or like don't feel as we we were kind of talking about this. I don't remember if we talked about it on an episode or something else, but um uh Damon Lindelof does this really, really well who is the creator of Lost, the creator of The Leftovers, mm-hmm. and the creator mm-hmm. of The Watchmen series, is mm-hmm. he pulls songs that you're like, what is this doing here? And then two minutes later, you're like, this is the only song that could be playing right now. Mm-hmm. Like, it just yeah. fits super, super well. Like, throughout the yeah. second season of Leftovers, there's a consistent um, piano cover of Where Is My Mind by the Pixies that, like, comes in and out. Mm-hmm. Which, like, ever since Fight Club, Where Is My Mind is just like, it feels like you can't use it anymore in a movie because it's like just 
you hear that song and you're like, oh, credits of Fight Club. Um, I've never seen Fight Club. That's okay. I mean, it's great, but it's not like the best movie the of all best. time or anything. It's, I'm not trying to dismiss Fight Club. I think Fight Club is a phenomenal film, but mm-hmm. it's also not. Anyway, you should see it, but also you should see like all movies. So, I know. <laughs> um, but anyway, that that piano cover of Where's My Mind like works so well. Hmm. These like random scenes that just don't like some horrific act of violence happens. And then like in the fallout of that, you just have this like weird, slow, non-lyrical piano cover of Where's My Mind and it just fits perfectly. Hmm. So I think that if you're going to talk about the greatest soundtracks of all time, you should look at ones where it's like, these songs don't necessarily go together for any specific yeah. except for this movie. Yeah. Like on just a plain list, a playlist, like whatever, mm-hmm. these songs have no connection yet because of this film, they are like forever connected and they feel mm-hmm. better rather than something like, um, something like Guardians of the Galaxy where it's like, well, these songs are all very, very similar. They're just popular yeah. 80s songs. Yeah. Um, which makes for great listening outside of like the film or whatever, but like, movies that utilize certain songs to give like you listen to that well i mean honestly if you're just talking about songs used in movies where is my mind is probably one of the most like iconic specific songs utilized in a film hmm. i think like you really uh you do, you 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 know the song where's my mind correct um can you sing part of it for me no <laughs> <laughs> you've never seen the shot of like Edward Norton and Helena Bonham Carter like holding hands and the building's falling down and whereas my mind starts to pick up in the background and the credits roll. I that's I, like I don't know. Um, have you heard of uh, movies? <laughs> <laughs> no, but really, like, how have you? What? That's such a popular shot. Anyway, anyway. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know if I have a favorite soundtrack. Okay. All that to say. Okay. <laughs> I well, do I do love um Justin Hurwitz, who mm-hmm. is the composer who is at this point in his career worked with Damon Chazelle. Mm-hmm. So he composed Whiplash and then La La Land and then First Man. All three of those scores are very different. Mm-hmm. He also wrote a lot of the songs in, in La La Land too. Um, so more so than just musical compositions. Um, but honestly, mm, I love the score for Whiplash, though a lot of it is not technically considered score because it's what's actually being performed. Right. As far as what goes on in between the performances is definitely good. Mm-hmm. It is fantastic, but not quite on the same par as, as La La Land or First mm-hmm. Man. La La Land is just phenomenal all around, mm-hmm. but Honestly, First Man is possibly th- my favorite of the three. Not counting like the songs from La La Land. Uh-huh. If you're just counting the music. Uh, I don't know. Well, uh, it's really tough. But like the the score for First Man is is uh, just incredible. Yeah. Like go listen to it again. I know you're like trying to remember what it sounds like. And I bet you in your mind you can't quite remember what it sounds I like. I can't go listen to it again it's also i feel like scores for space movies have to be incredible yeah you have some pretty well star wars 
Yeah. First man. Interstellar. I think Interstellar is probably Hans Zimmer's best score. Um, maybe not his most influential because it kind of stands out on his own. It's not quite mm-hmm. like a lot of his others, but mm-hmm. that's why. Oh, uh, no, I don't know. Dunkirk might be. I don't know. I mean, obviously, he has like 200 scores to his name. So, yeah, there's a lot to choose from there. Yeah. Um, but f- the f- the score to First Man, particularly because it's not showy, it's not mm-hmm. bombastic, it's not spacey. Mm-hmm. But neither is First Man as a film. Totally. Also, just an underrated film. Like, yeah. considering what the director was coming off of, coming off of Whiplash and La La Land, mm-hmm. like, First Man sh- and then starring Ryan Gosling, like, and and um, Claire Foy, like, yeah. should have been huge. And it yeah. totally flopped. Yeah. I mean, like, not just critics liked it. Audiences didn't see it. It mm-hmm. lost a ton of money. Mm-hmm. And I get, I kind of get why it was a much more intimate portrayal of a person yeah. who did big things rather yeah. than a portrayal of big things that a person, that a small person did. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe just not what people were expecting, but geez, now I really want to watch First Man. I think Let's I only it. saw it the once, the the once, the one time we saw in it in I, IMAX. In IMAX, October 10th, 2018. Yeah. yeah. Wow. What? That's impressive. That was, that was the ago. day we saw it or that's the day it came out? It's the day it came out, but we also saw oh. it the day it came out. So that was the oh, day we saw it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, you, myself, Macy. Yeah. Macy. Yeah. Bryn, her yeah. roommate, her new roommate, because it was yeah. Macy's first year. And Caden. Caden. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what a night. What, what a, a night. night indeed. And what a film! And and seeing an IMAX was definitely the right choice. There's some oh for sure. There's some audio uh, choices the film makes, especially in its third act, that are just very rewarding hmm. in in an experience like that. It's a great movie. Go watch it right Go after watch watching it. the Mood for Love. Right at the same time, one the eye same on the screen. <laughs> Whoop. Whoop. Well, that was our that was our second question. Was it All right. of the of the two? Yeah, we, we, only, asked we, a, only, we asked a lot more than we only two, did questions. two questions, <laughs> uh, and there's still a significant amount left. So we'll continue chipping away at these um, over time. Yeah, definitely. All right, guys. Well, thanks for listening. <laughs> this obviously wasn't a normal episode. We really didn't talk about movies at all. Well, that's not true. We definitely did talk about yeah, movies. We didn't, yeah. just didn't review any movies. Yeah. Well, we even kind of reviewed some movies. <laughs> anyway, a little so bit. <laughs> this was a normal episode. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we uh, mm-hmm. like we said, it's a it's a weird transition time for us. If you have any things that you kind of want to hear us talk about let us know Hmm. yeah um even like bigger conversations like conversations Mm -hmm. that could take an entire episode to discuss uh specifically film related things Mm -hmm. as this is a film podcast although we'll still take like all the little random questions like these ones that you do have Mm -hmm. but maybe you want us to put together a list of our favorites of something like a, a more official type of thing or rank a certain type of thing or uh, those are all very vague but i'm trying not to like use specifics because maybe that's something someone will suggest um but or maybe you're just like 
there's just a question that's kind of big in the film community that you want us to discuss star wars versus star trek you know hmm. whatever harry potter versus lord of the rings i don't know i don't know wow if, those if you feel have, like big questions they are big questions but like if you have something you want us to discuss let us know because we'd love to discuss it especially as we're in this time that we um as we mentioned where films aren't coming out as regularly and we still want to be able to you know give you guys consistent content and yeah. yeah. Cool. Cool, cool. Well, we'll talk to you soon, guys. I just whipped out plates and then it's like, oh, I guess this is what we're doing. Yeah. Huh.